This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. It is an awesome morning. It is a morning of possibilities. It is a morning of the grace of God and the Spirit of God. It is a morning of the Word of God. It is a morning of the supernatural. God always loves to save the best for the last. I don't know how January to November has been for you, but I heard the man of God as he was talking about watering the seed. I was trying to get, get out of work, and I was in the, you know, let me tell you where I was, you know, and I was just listening, I was watching, I was listening, and all of that. You know, great, wonderful testimonies. He will call someone in at the 11th hour and give them the same wages as the one that's been working since morning. That's the kind of God we serve. He's not fair. He's just. God is not fair. But God is just. And justice is higher than fairness. Praise God. That's why this, that's what this world does not understand. They are fighting for equality. You don't want equality. You want the grace of God. Equality means that if I give my child a school bag and two water, my son a school bag and two water bottles in primary three, when my daughter is in primary three, I will give her a school bag and two water bottles. That's equality, and that's nonsense. Because I will give my daughter right always pad when she's at that age, but I can't give my son. What they need is grace, favor, for me to look at my son and love him and bless him for the kind of child that he is and give him exactly what he needs. Hallelujah. And for me to look at my daughter and love her. Praise God. It's those that have not seen the vision of God that compare themselves with themselves. And the Bible says that they are not wise. The day you see the blueprint for your life, you will never again compete with anybody because you will suddenly discover that you have no mates in this world. You've got no one that is your equal. Your race is unique to you. It was designed for your sake. Your name is written on it. Just like when we were growing up and your mom would buy a cane and say, smell it. Your name is written on it. That's how it is. Amen. God has a cane for you. When you are slacking and you know you are settling for less and you're just down there and despondent and without hope, God will bring out that cane. Bible says, it's thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. You don't understand. It's not the kind of comfort I say, but they don't comfort someone with rod. You will knock the person and say, Alele, move in this direction. Says, he leads me in path of righteousness. You don't understand. You think, he pats me on the back. Lead is... Bible says these that are led by the Spirit of God, the sons of God. When, when the Spirit of God is leading you, sometimes it is tough. Bible says that when Jesus Christ was baptized, in the, Bible says the Spirit of God drove him into the wilderness. So fast for 40 days, he drove him. That, I, I don't know, I don't know, I, I really don't know how you picture it, but I, I can see him getting into a Honda, you know, and Bible says the Spirit of God drove him. He drove him. Just where are we going? Holy Spirit said, let's go, let's go. And he drove to the wilderness, parked the car and said, enter and start fasting for 40 days. That's the leading of the Spirit. He will lead you to go and apologize to someone that, right that that you quarreled with the person was wrong you were right and you were so angry and like you know that person is mannerless and so on and so forth and the people say go on about the other and you say no and you can't sleep in the night what happened did you kill anybody no that's the spirit of god amen and people begin to look at you like you are a strange person they say i'm not strange i just found my own blue tr- my own blueprints i just found my own bulala amen <laughs> all right praise god my name was written on it hallelujah so i want us to read uh, take our reading from Romans chapter 4 from verse 1 to 4. Romans chapter 4 from verse 1 to 4. Romans chapter 4 from verse 1 to 4. It says, What shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh hath found? 
if you have the um, New King James Version, I'll, I'll be glad if you can give it to me. I really don't do well with aspartaining and hearth and things like that. I love it and recite it just as it is there. But I would like you to say something um, to follow me as I'm, I'm speaking. What then shall we say as touching Abraham our forefather? Is this the NKJV? No, it's not. Okay, if you don't have it, just go back to the King James Version. For if Abraham by works, what shall we say then? Thank you. That Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh hath found. For if Abraham were justified by works, he had whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Someone say counted. counted. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him, verse 5, verse 5, sorry. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted. Someone say counted. For righteousness. Hallelujah. I love those, those last two verses, verse 4 and verse 5. It says, to him that works, the reward is not reckoned of grace but of debt when you do a work for someone when you go to work and they pay you your salary at the end of the month it is not a an act of favor it's not a gift you've earned that thing that they're paying you you don't kneel down and say thank you sir for this salary god bless you ah you are such a kind man oh god bless you i i don't know how that you love me so much after working for 30 days in the month no you are expecting the paycheck if not this is 28th of the month don't they know that christmas is coming you are expecting the money to enter into account because you've worked for it that's what that verse is saying it says to him that walketh when you walk and you, they bring a reward to you it is not of grace it is not favor it's not a gift it's a debt the boss is on you better pay me my money if you don't pay my money you will see my other side i will form a situation and riot in this place you know that that is that's what that verse is saying verse 5 now says but to him that does not walk when it comes to god you cannot earn anything there's nothing that god is giving that you can work for hallelujah you can your account cannot be credited in the sight of god that's why he says that, that, that if, if 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 abraham were justified by works he had something to boast about but not before god when you stand before god you cannot say i because i prayed and i fasted or because i've been diligent in the in the ushering department or because i have never cheated on my wife that's why i deserve this not god what god is giving you cannot be worked for hallelujah but the bible says unto him that does not walk but believes on him that's god that justifies the ungodly his faith is counted to him for righteousness hallelujah praise god we get it wrong all the time you know we think that somehow when we wake up in the morning and, and you know let's say sunday morning now and saturday night was rough i mean it was rough it was worldly i was at the clubhouse i was at the place where i ought not to have been or i drank or i, I slept late or something happened i you know i jitted into the night and so i wake up on sunday morning and, and you cannot pray you can't stand before god you can't make a demand before god because your 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 your, your life has not been spiritual in recent times we we make that mistake all the time we think that the reason why pastor you know let's say pastor shola will, will kneel down or stand up and pray and god will hear him because he's you know it's pastor shola now you know it's pastor debo is pastor debo is bishop you see but me i'm not up to that level the bible says that there's there's no such thing it says to him that does not work i want you to follow me very closely but believes on him that justifies the ungodly his faith is counted to him for righteousness when you walk with man you have to first 
walk before you are paid but when you walk with god you have to first believe before you can anything can come out of it if you don't believe god first you cannot get a reward from god because there's nothing that you can do that will make god to say wow this guy is wonderful bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of god and that's why god looked at his son and looked at himself and said go into the world and save those guys he 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 he, he counted the cost of, of what he would it will take to bring you back onto his side. He did not say, I want you to go and join HOD. When you are there for three years, I will save you. He didn't say that. He didn't say, I want you to know, I want you to fast and pray for seven days, 21 days dry on Orioke. No, the Bible says that all had fallen short. You know what falling short means? It means when you climb the highest Orioke, you cannot get to where God wants you to be. Go and fast there, fast dry, become a skeleton. It does not matter. You, you, you will still not... So God said, I give you my only begotten son. You cannot work for it. It is not by power. It is not by might. It is not by all those things. It is not of him that wills, not of him that runs. It is of God that shows mercy. So in every other place you are, things start with doing something. You wake up in the morning, this is my my, my to-do plan. You, You get to the office, but with Walking with God, things start with done. You have to know what has been done for you. You have to understand what God has already done for you. If you don't know what God has done for you, you cannot do anything for him. Jesus Christ looked at his disciples at the point in time and said that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you the day you realize this. I'm trying to, I, I want to, I, I want, I'm, I'm, I want to talk to you about something today. I'll tell you about, about it in a few minutes. You know, the day you realize that God is always previous. You did not choose me, he said to his, to his disciples disciples i chose you maybe you you felt that john the baptist said oh behold the lamb of god that takes away the sin of the world you know i said oh john is that the guy we're talking about okay let's let's follow him and james and john peter andrew and nathaniel a lot of them followed him just i said okay we've been together for two years now but i want you to understand that before the foundation of the world before you were born i had chosen you i chose you that's why you chose me you did not choose me that's why i chose you hallelujah i started this thing even before you knew it god has had his hand on you even before you were saved when you begin to realize that your footsteps were ordered by god even before you got born again God led you here. The person that knows that God led him into this service will sit down differently from the one that thinks he came here because it's close to his house. You may think you walked into this place because you know this is my church and all of that. In fact, I walked into here because I'm in protocol. That's not why you are here. You are here because it was written concerning you from the beginning. At At this point in time, your footsteps have been ordered by God. And that's why you are here today. Praise God. He's bigger than the biggest. He's everything. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's planned everything to the detail. You are playing your part in it. Are we together? So it's not because of your works, your duties, your sacrifices, because you are trying to be spiritual. I'm going to start praying three hours a day now. I'm going to start giving, I'm going to start giving my partnership. Those things are wonderful. But the very first thing that you have to settle in your mind is this. If there's going to be something counted into your account before God, you have to believe him. God says that you are righteous. You believe it. You are not going to be righteous after three days of fasting. You are not going to be righteous after you have done the membership class. No. No. You have got to listen, look into the word of God and, li- and read what it says and take God at his, word, at his word full stop. God says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. 
Finish. That's it. You wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you, and you say, I am going for a job interview this morning. They have my CV and they're going to ask me a question. What are the things you can do? What are your strengths? Don't go and tell them I can do all things regarding strengths. me. <laughs> the guy will say, I'm a cell leader in my church too. I'm asking you, what are your strengths? It is a confidence with which you will sit down in that seat and look at them and smile. You will begin to stutter. You say, we can see that, your, that your, your credentials are in this direction. You are more into IT and everything. We are asking for someone that can do HR. How, how can you convince us that you can do this HR job? You know, some people will begin to fidget. Like, I, actually, uh, in, in, you see, when I was in, in university, I, I also, um, um, you see, I, I, I also did, um, you see, I was the organizer in my fellowship, and I, I, I believe that is equal to, 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 Ah, the ancient of this is on this side. And out of your mouth will begin to flow words. You don't even know what you, you are saying. You just said something, two sentences. And they'll be like, wow. Okay, you got this job. There are several people in this church who their current job now has nothing to do with what they studied in school. P. Josh is one of them. So is it geology or geography? Geography. Geography. Map reading, those kind of things. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you go to any company that knows what they stand for, you will discover that there is something that makes them different. And that is what they believe. They call it by many names. They say, this is our vision. This is our purpose. These are our goals. They're talking about their belief system. Any company that is like that, whether it's Apple or whether it's, you know, Adidas or Nike or Samsung, if you walk up to the gatesman and you ask him, what do you guys do here? The guy will tell you the vision. He will say, ah, Oga. It's when you go to a place and you ask them, what do you do here? I say, Oga, Mr. Mm-hmm. never Chop, make you just rub body small. That company is not going anywhere. You know that a company is going somewhere when you ask anybody there, the cleaner, what do you do here? And say, our vision is to by the 2025, we are going to be the leading voice all across. Cleaner is telling you. Companies that don't know this, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't know that. They just you know, focus on these, the white-collar staff and the people that went to school and people that are earning big. They don't understand that the association of cleaners, drivers, gatesmen, and secretaries, they are powerful. Though. They know things about that company. That all those guys that are walking around and just they, they don't know. That's why those secretaries and those gate men, they know what goes in and what goes out. They need to be gathered together and baptized in the vision of that of that of that company. They can sell you out, sell you in. You you walk up to the drivers of some of some associations and the way they comport themselves. Some MDs don't comport themselves like that. A vision. It's belief system. It's what you believe. Whose report will you believe? It's what Bible says it was counted for righteousness. Righteousness is the greatest commodity in the spiritual universe. It is the ability to stand before God. And when someone looks at God and looks at you, there's no difference. 
That's righteousness. It means your life is at right, is in right standing with God. You are his perfect mirror image. If you say it, and they say, let's go and ask God. You say, okay, we're wasting your time. I'm telling you what God has said. The Bible says God brought animals to Adam to see what he would name them. And whatever I called them, that was the name thereof. God, Adam said, lion. Angel said, God. <coughs> God said, <coughs> God said, Benny. That's his lion. That's righteousness. And how your account becomes credited with it is to believe God. Is to believe God. You cannot work for it. It's the gift of God. And the Bible says to every one of us is giving the measure of faith. Romans 12, 3. It says, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. The measure of faith. The measure of faith. Just like in the illustration of the company, in the, in the body of Christ, you can have the MD and all that. You can have various devils and you can have you know, the drivers, the cleaners. You may, not, you may not be anything. Nobody may know your name. Right? You may not be pastor this or director that or you know, evangelist that. You, know, you may not have raised the dead before. But if you begin to believe God this morning or afternoon, this morning, your account will begin to read from red, from minus. Some of us have never believed God for anything before. The only thing we've ever believed God for are the things that, you know, ah, Lord, I hope to pay my salary early. Father, as I'm going on this trip, let, let uh, anyone not suck my blood. You know, those are the things that we believe God for. Lord, ah, hmm. see, uh, Lord, ah. I graduated though. Please just find me one job somewhere now. That's what we believe God for. Because you have never seen the ultimate. You don't know that if you were the only one on earth and there was only you on the face of the earth, God would have still sent his son to die for you. You are that precious to God. The Bible says that the thoughts that God has concerning you, the sum of them, they are awesome. I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts of good. To give you a hope and a future. And to bring you to an expected end. Someone say with me, say I believe. That's what Satan does. Everything in his power to destroy your belief system. To make it seem as if nothing is working in your life. First thing he said to man ever in his in the history of the Bible, what he said to the woman, has God said? What has God said? Some of us don't, don't even know what God has said. You know, I told myself I won't be coming down here again. Some of us don't even know what God has said. Bible says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you will meditate in it the night out of your mouth. For most of us, that's not even entered into the mouth yet. It's still in the Bible. You see. When I read the Bible, when I read that, that verse so many years ago, I said, Lord, you said, this, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. I said, Lord, how can something depart when it's not yet inside? It's not yet in my mouth. I did not know scriptures then. I did not know. When you are walking around, if you have not been called crazy before, Paul said, if we are mad, it is unto God. If nobody has called you crazy, you have to be crazy sometimes. It's that kind of craziness that brings out the righteousness that Christ has given us. Bible scholars say that Jesus Christ was quoting entire 
whatever of scripture on the cross my god my god why have you forsaken me that's psalm 22 verse 1 he was saying the entire thing but because he was so tired he only heard that part he got to synagogue at the beginning of his ministry and he said that the spirit of god is upon me he was quoting isaiah when you are walking and you are just saying greater is he that is in me and you have to when nobody's looking at you Sha, you have to begin to talk to yourself you have to the first your first congregation is you you have to convince yourself that you are saved if you are saved there's no kind of miracle that cannot happen in your life salvation is the most impossible thing to happen to you today you are a child of the devil tomorrow you are a child of god what happened you believed what else can god can god not do today you are bound for hell tomorrow you are a citizen of heaven and you're trying to that's you move from hell to heaven and you are believing god to leave the country to go to the u.s i mean you went from hell to heaven by believing and you are saying ah i must sow this seed if i sow this seed into my cousin's life that went to togo yesterday you know i will maybe it will grow germinate in my life you went from hell to heaven you are believing god to move from here to the uk you fasted and you prayed your account is empty you need to go into the word of god and find what he has said concerning your situation and you begin to say it <clears throat> when you read in, in in the gospels mark 11 the bible says that jesus christ came up came up to a fig tree and he did not find any any figs on on that tree and the bible says that in response mark 11 14 it's very funny the fig tree did not say trees don't talk mark 11 14 can we see it as i begin to round up Bible says, in response to it, and Jesus answered. Okay, that's KJV. You only answer when they speak to you, right? Let's look at let's look at verse 13. And they come to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple, and seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came if he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. He went to the tree, didn't find anything there. Next verse. Bible says, and Jesus answered and said unto it listen the things that you think don't have ears they do your house you've been living in in the backside of the desert somewhere somewhere around somewhere you've been living there for like three four five years now when you got there you said ah let me just manage this now you're at home that house is speaking he's saying this is your level the last time you entered into Radisson Blue or, or you went to a, a nice place, you felt intimidated. You got down from your car, you, you got, went to the gate and said, what are, what are, what are, what? No, no, they don't, do, they, don't do, they, don't, they don't they don't talk like that. Yes, sir, what's your business here? You you with that gentle talk, you were you were you would not know what to say again. Actually, a, a conference, my 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 of like the, see that, that house has told you that that thing you are seeing is, is not your level. You can never get it's not for you, it's talking to you. You have to answer back and say, You are a liar. You wake up in the morning and say to that house, house, I have checked the record and I've looked at your structure. The record says, let God be true and every man be a liar. Today, you are a man. I'm answering you. you are, this is not my level. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I am changing levels. If you don't do that, you can do <laughs> fasting and praying for house change. Anointing for change of job. Oh, I came down. Can you imagine? <laughs> Anointing for whatever, blah, blah.
do you believe God? Someone say, I believe. believe. The predicament you are in right now does not define your destiny. You have to look at every situation in your life and look at it with the word of God and, and look at it and say, whose report will you believe? Doctor says that from what you are looking at now, you cannot have a baby again. You laugh. <laughs> yeah! Why are you laughing? Oh, you said my bill was 45000 I don't know I had my ATM here. That's not why you're laughing. No. But you can't tell him why you're laughing. Because if you wanted to know why you're laughing, you say, you say, doctor, I respect you, but you are a liar. The Bible says, I will be fruitful and I will multiply. You said that the scan does not, did not show any womb. Doctor, thank you very much. Don't do this in the doctor's office. Oh. Don't do that there. You see, people have mixed up faith with other things. You know, they, they believe that you know, sometimes you're, anyway, you finish in the place, you say, thank you, sir, thank you, I'll come and do my test next week, and then you go back into your, into your closet, and you begin to do what is called the fight of faith. Poverty, you're a liar. Sickness, you're a liar. Depression, you're a liar. I cannot be depressed, because the Bible says, greater is he that is in me. It means if you put me under water, I will rise again. There is something that is greater on my inside. He that is, it's not me, he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. I cannot be subdued. That's my testimony. That's my story. I cannot be in despair. I cannot be barren. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I believe what God has said. Praise God. That's what I came to share with you this morning. There are no special superheroes of faith. None. I have been close to people who are great. Wonderful men of God. Wonderful people in the secular world, in businesses and all kinds of things. Some of them have come to the clinic and I've seen them. There's nothing special about them. They don't have more than you do. Some of them were more disadvantaged than you were when they were at your level. They just think differently. They looked at it and said, this is not for me. They looked at the Gary and they began to eat it with fork and knife. It's not because fork, fork can hold Gary. It is because they saw themselves eating with fork and knife. A six-course meal. Five years down the line. They entered into that place. Against hope, they believed in hope. And they became the father of many nations. Bible says, out of, out of, of, of a one man, and that man as good as dead, sprung up so many seeds. So I'm going to close with First Corinthians chapter 1. Someone say, I believe. I believe God. I believe what God has said. God has said it. And that settles it. In the name of Jesus. Let God be true. And let every man be a liar. Someone said, I believe. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 26. First Corinthians chapter 1. Okay. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. It says, For you see your calling, brothers, how that not many wise men, not many mighty, 
not many noble are called. Verse 27. For God, let's read together. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. Last verse 28. And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, things that are not to bring to nothing the things that are. The word of God to you this morning is that it does not matter what your name is, what your background has been. If you will lift up your hands this morning and say, Lord, I believe your word concerning me. It's just going to be a matter of time, a matter of months, a matter of weeks, a matter of years. People that knew you before, when they look at your life in a few moments' time, they will not be able to recognize it. Is it the same person? What did you do? You say, I believed God, and it was counted to me for righteousness. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.